What is up guys, I'm Naisu, welcome to the Suitcast. A podcast that dives into the world of esports, gaming lifestyle, and everything in between. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the end of Season 10 of the MPL Philippines. This is also the last episode centered around MPL. Um, this is, I think, Episode 16 now. And we've done quite a few episodes regarding the MPL season, season 10. So um, this will be the one to cap it off, basically, the season uh, in, within the Spotify. And uh, from here, we do move on to the other road that we're talking about for this podcast. So and to all the esports fans that do enjoy these episodes, thank you guys so much for tuning in, rating, and even messaging me about them. Um, so with that being said, let's get to the episode. So if you guys notice, uh, voice a little bit, you know, it's still recovering, I would say, you know, after four, what is it, four days of playoff casting and specifically being able to do the grand finals going six games, almost seven, and just going to my, what I felt like was my peak, right? My peak level, if you will. Um, set, I was kind of thinking that there would be game seven. Uh, that at that point, I probably would have tried to turn the knob on intensity to like an eleven if there was an eleven on my on my meter. But either way, I was very happy with the grand finals, being able to do the grand finals. But I'm going to go ahead and bring it back a little bit, reverse the time here, um, starting with you know rehearsals and just where my mind was at for that. So, you know, after the couple week break that we had. Leading up to the playoffs, I spent a lot of that time just focusing on freelancing, uh, honestly, just relaxing also. Like freelancing to me, like the freelance voiceover stuff is not hard work. You know, it's a, it doesn't feel hard work at all to me. Um, I guess the hardest thing about it is maybe editing the audio and, you know, audio engineering things. But even then, I pretty much enjoy it, right? So spent a lot of the break doing that, uh, just enjoying playing games, watching shows, and just spending time with family, right? Um, but when rehearsals came, and like the day before, that's where my mindset is usually all MPL, you know, and you start reviewing. It's usually the day day before for me, you start reviewing, um, you know, but of course, we already had like our castle huddles and our caster talks and meetings, you know, to prep us for playoffs. And it, it's an amazing thing that the you know filipino casters do i'm not sure about the other regions how they handle that but our group of casters really work as a team i would say you know they do an amazing job at helping each other prep each other um you got people like you know renmar that passes around very detailed stats and you know the other guys like the ogs are all really good at storylines and history and tying all those knots in you know so i still consider myself somewhat of a newer caster, right? I mean, I, this is my third season, but it doesn't compare to the knowledge and history of these guys that have been around for how many seasons, right? So the prep was there, and usually the night before, uh, usually the night before day one of playoffs, I can't sleep, or I have a hard time sleeping. Um, I'm naturally a guy that can sleep really quickly and very well, but Usually the night before day one of playoffs, I probably get like four or five hours of sleep. And so that was the situation, right? But I was ready to go. And when you get to the venue and you kind of see 
well, first day one, there was already people lining up outside like early on. Right. But, you know, when you get to the venue and you kind of see everything set up and you know that the production team was working their asses off in the middle of the night, you know, to get everything set up and um, situated the best that they could for day one. I always feel like those day ones are kind of it's always kind of up in the air because you know that things are going to go wrong. You know that there's going to be problems. But at the end of the day, everybody just does their, you know, everybody just does their damn best. Um, and so even as talents, we kind of expect that. And you just kind of get prepped for that day and whatever may come, may come. And you just try to do your best to put on the best show. Now, the venue itself was awesome. You know, seeing, you know, I'm sure some of you guys listening to this were there. You got to experience it. You got tickets or a couple of the Sioux fam I was able to invite myself. I wish I had more you know, spaces that I could invite more people, but we, we had very limited uh, availability, right? Because it was, what, 1,000 people seating. And that in itself was amazing. You know, just having a, I think every single day the playoffs was sold out and it was jam-packed. For me, that's, uh, that's a pretty special thing when, you know, you can see the people right in front of you cheering for you. Even though when technically I'm on the English stream uh, and, you know, that's not the language in the venue, just being able to see the people in front from the English desk was was pretty awesome, right? Um, and you pretty much know that the Tagalog stream, the Filipino stream, is saying along the lines of what you're saying. So still that hype factor, um, that feedback from the audience and the cheers and the, you know, the screams even is is pretty cool, right? It kind of feeds into your energy during the cast, whether you're on the Filipino stream or English stream. So, um, you know, aside from that too, just being able to meet members of the SUFAM, like the meet them, uh, meet people that have been following even my casting, uh, receiving gifts and stuff like that. It was really touching. And, you know, if you're listening to this, you guys know who you are. Some of the longtime SUFAM members uh, were there as well and exchanged their gifts and we took pictures and you know it was just a, a really cool thing to experience um and after you know with all that being said the venue the audience the production again the production did a great job um they only had maybe a few pauses each day and i, I think that was more so towards maybe some audio things for the players I don't think it was ping issues. So if you look back at the entire regular season, even the playoffs, we had very little pauses for ping issues, which was, uh, you know, if you guys were following along for season eight, season nine, some of those pauses because of the, the latency issues, man, some of those went like 30 minutes and, you know, the, the casting desk turned into a podcast in itself. So to have very little pauses because of internet or ping issues, was an amazing time, an amazing thing to feel even as a caster because things run a lot smoothly um, or a lot smoother and you don't have to worry about stretching so often, you know, coming up with things to talk, uh, to talk about. So that was great. Uh, hats off to the production again. I think Grand Sky did, you know, for the first time, did an amazing job. They took a lot of feedback that they got from the community and whatnot and they worked around from that. The only thing that I can say is, you know, whoever does manage to get that in the future, um, whoever the production team is, hopefully they can even continue to improve because, you know, I feel like there's always room for improvement, you know, not just for the production, but you know, even us as casters, right? Even the talent and everything else. 
But I would say that wholeheartedly, I think every season things have gotten better, right? Um, so who knows what's in store ahead of us? Uh, but, of, but of course, for now, uh, I think there's still IESF and also M4, right? So who, who I don't even know who's going to handle M4 um, for the Tagalog broadcast. So moving on, uh, personal thoughts here for season 10, especially the grand finals, all right? Um, this was a special time for me because this was my first official uh, time to cast the grand finals. You know, if you guys were watching in season nine, I did get to cast the uh, a portion of the grand finals after doing the semifinals. Um, but that was unfortunately because, you know, one of the casters got, basically he was sick um, and they switched me in for him uh, out of concern for his health. So you know, I did do, I think, two or three games maybe in season nine, but um, this one was uh, pegged in, right? It was in the rotation for me to go ahead and cast the grand finals. And this was a big personal um, milestone for me, mainly because when, you know, usually the grand finals casters are like the OGs and like, you know, I mean, it's it's in a way you have to understand it that Doing a grand finals cast is an honor, whatever role you are, whether it's anchor, play-by-play, analyst, solo analyst, uh, you know, if you're involved in that, it's an honor to do it. And at the same time, there are people out there too that would rather just watch the grand finals because they enjoy just watching it rather than casting it, right? You can soak it in more. Um, But for me personally, it's been something that, going back to goals, right? It's something that has always been a goal for me to one day be like, you know, I want to cast a grand finals. And sure enough, you know, this season I got to do it. And it was a, an amazing experience. Um, on the desk with me, I had Leo and Midnight. And I, it went super smooth, in my opinion. I mean, there was obviously moments here and there where I consider them mistakes or mess ups or room for improvement but you know that's again what i guess it how how it's always going to be because i don't think anybody has a perfect cast maybe some people do but the way that i see it especially coming from an educator background there's always room for lessons learned there's always room for improvement and so you know casting the grand final i definitely felt like uh it was a solid cast for me overall um i had you know the great partners that i had and everything um, I, I think Leo is, uh, probably the best anchor for English and, you know, he helps really control conversations and midnight, honestly, all the analysts, uh, all the analysts are amazing, but midnight also brings a very special, unique flavor to his analysis when he's on the English desk and, you know, a big, big props to him because, you know, I know he bounces between. English, Filipino, and solo analysts, just like all of the analysts do, Wolf and Renmar and Chantel. Well, Chantel doesn't go to English, but uh, she bounces around. And, you know, she even did uh, the grand finals as a play-by-play caster. So either way, the uh, I mean, however you look at it, the way I see it is just, it was an amazing experience. I'm glad I got to do it. It's a goal achieved. And at the same time, I can go back and look at that and really study it and see how that I can improve going forward, right? That's my whole plan with it anyway. So it was, a again, a great experience. It went six games. Sort of wished it was seven, but I was happy it was six, right? 
and ultimately Blacklist International wins over Echo. Um, but nonetheless, it was an amazing series, and I can't wait to watch both teams battle it out in M4, right? Where there's even more Filipinos, um, because if you guys have been following uh, Indonesia and the other regions, you know, uh, Singapore, um, Indonesia, uh, Onik Esports won. So, you know, and Kyrie got playoff MVP, who came from Onik Philippines, but is now Onik Esports in Indonesia. Along with Coach, uh, along with Coach Yeb and Beloisky's there too. Hatred's there, um, or sorry, Hatred is also in another region. So it's like, you know, you have all these Filipinos all over the place for MLBB now in their own regions, leagues, MPLs, and some of them are going to get to see each other in M4 and the coaches as well. So I think that's you know that's going to play out really, really interestingly to see how that environment is for M4. And of course, there is still. Uh, other regions that are finishing up their their technically their M4 qualifiers, and one of those being NACT, which you guys know I have been involved in. For NACT specifically, I really want to just see how you know their first offline event goes, um, you know how the production team handles that, and just to watch the boys, right? Watch Trex, uh, Private, and I think Assassin Dave. I think those are only three broadcast talents. Um, see how that all plays out. Specifically, you know, private and tre- uh, T-Rex. I always call them Trex, but T-Rex. Uh, see how their first offline cast goes. I think that'll be really fun to watch. And I wish them the best of luck. All right, to, to wrap up this episode, uh, I guess that leaves the question, you know, what does the future hold? Now that this season is over, what's in store for the next couple months and, you know, moving forward? So, uh, number one is I'm gonna take a take a break. Actually, I'm kind of in the process of that already, right? Uh, pretty much kind of taking a break yesterday, uh, today to some extent, and just kind of cooling off after a very intense, you know, four days or so, or the entire season really. Because when MPL season is going on, that's the thing. Um, you kind of get sucked into it you know, for two, three months. And that's just, that's just the way it is, right? And even if you have other, other stuff going on, you've got to really schedule. Like, you have to be good at managing your time when the MPL season is going on, like if you're doing other stuff, right? Um, I know there's probably some people out there that um, when they get into these busy times with anything, not just MPL related, but whatever it is, you know, they're solely tunnel visioned on that. And that's completely fine. But for me, you guys already know, I have multiple other things going on. And I have to give basically somehow 100% of my energy to MPL when that's going on. And at the same time, find percentage to put it in other places, right? Is that even possible? Well, somehow it works, you know, but obviously I pull back other parts of my life when MPL is going on. And not to say that I don't enjoy that, right? You know, I, I don't like that. I love MPL. I love it. I love when it's in season. I love doing it. But, you know, MPL basically takes up not just the Friday, Saturday, Sunday when it's going on, but you're also kind of doing things on the weekdays for it, right? Sometimes or preparing for certain things. And so that, uh, again, now that that's over, it frees up a lot of time, which I can just use to relax. Most, most likely what I'm going to be doing in my free time is just catching up on shows or anime or playing some games that I've wanted to play at least for a little bit. Right, because I I kind of have a, a a little bit of downtime, but at the same time, we still have the business to take care of, and also we have freelancing. Um, 
I, you know, previous episode was all about the voiceover stuff, freelancing. And, you know, even during the playoffs, I pick up another client or two and I have now deadlines for that stuff to work on. But of course, it's not really any, it's not really anything like dire deadlines that I need to be, you know, pumping out the work for. Um, But I recently did just hit top rated as well on Upwork, which comes with its own benefits. And now I can continue to work on freelancing stuff when I'm not in season. And it's a good timing too, because it's, it's almost November. So this week I'll be at ESGS. If you guys are familiar with ESGS, I'll be at ESGS for, um, each of the days I'll be there with Ungeek, but I think I'll also be there, uh, for Moonton stuff, uh, with maybe some of the other casters. And it's kind of funny because once ESGS is done, then November is really kind of like my downtime relaxation month. Um, because from, from right now, I don't have any casting scheduled. I did originally, but they moved the dates to December, which is also just perfect timing for my birthday month, along with my parents visiting, right? So my parents will be visiting as well. And, um, you know, I think it's just, uh, I, I think that's like the perfect time to really just have that one month of somewhat of relaxation, right? As much as possible, what I consider relaxation and just enjoy that time with family, loved ones, and, you know, even to my own, to my own self and get prepared for what could be ahead of me. Right. And so I'll tell you guys now on this podcast, I don't, I don't know if I'll be an M4, right? That is the next big question. And people are asking me that, you know, what about M4? Is M, are you, and I see you casting an M4. Uh, I don't know yet. Right. So it's, it's there. Uh, it's in the hopes, you know, it's another goal on the list. Um, but when I know, and you know, there's an official announcement you guys will know as well. Right. So in the meantime, it's all about just kind of enjoying, um, this downtime that I consider that I have right now and really just enjoy even my parents visiting. Right. And then of course my birthday is at the end of November and that will all just be a, you know, accumulation of relaxation and a great month ahead. So that is pretty much it as I'm going to end this episode here. And again, this is the last episode for esports. I want to say not entirely um, because there will still be esports episodes here and there, especially as, you know, even if I'm not casting M4, if M1 M4 gets closer, we'll be doing a little bit of talking about M4. Um, but at least for now, this is going to be the end of the esports season on this uh, on the Sucast podcast. From here, um, we'll be diving into self help, self development, and we'll. I know there's already a ton of podcasts and material out there for that, but I think even for you listeners that listen to this podcast or new ones that might find it, it's. I'm going to tie it in to my personal experience and some of the stuff that you guys have even been around for. Uh, some of you that have been, you know, around the whole Sufam, the whole Nisu streaming era, all that stuff, I'll tie some of that, the those topics in with that, and connect the dots here and there, and uh, just dive a little bit deeper into those topics. So the next episode that comes up will be the first introduction into that whole uh, path, and I hope you guys do enjoy it. I hope you maybe get a thing or two out of it. So. That's going to do it for me, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this whole season of MPL Philippines uh, topics and everything else. 
and just being along for the ride of it. And again, it was amazing to meet a lot of you guys uh, during the playoffs. So hopefully more in the future. And again, hope you guys take care. Thank you so much for listening. And until next week, GGWP.